0: The Truth Be Told Podcast. I am Marta Brummel, and by trade and training, I am a certified life coach with a psychology degree from the University of Notre Dame and a master's in clinical social work from the University of Michigan. I'm the mother of four children. I'm married to Craig Brummel, my favorite human, and I am the CEO of a private life coaching practice for young adults and parents. So the whole idea behind this podcast and these conversations is to learn how to navigate this human journey from the inside out by building a life skill set that allows each one of us to engage with this grand life adventure from a place of health, wellness, and confidence and to create something beautiful by weaving in meaning and purpose along the way. I'm so glad you're here. being yourself very well. I would imagine that when I say being yourself very well, for many of you, you might be kind of a little bit confused. Like what, what does that mean? And why, why are we even doing a podcast on being yourself very well? And what I would say is that this is probably one of if not the most important question you want to answer in this life because I believe when we are ourselves very well that is when we light the world up. We light ourselves up, we light the world up. We bring our gifts, we develop our gifts, we contribute to the greater whole. We are better in all ways and in all, you know, in all relationships. We are we are capable of something that if we're Living otherwise, we would never even know to tap into. So being ourselves very well, I think, is the work of our lives. And getting clear on this question of who am I, because, of course, many of my clients are in process of asking that question. And it is one that I think we all can continue to ask at different stages and ages, right, of who am I? And am I being me and am I being the person that I want to be and that I am meant to be and that I that I am, right? Or am I living more of a, a pretend life or a pleasing life, a pleaser life, right? Being the, the pleaser, being the one that wants to fit in, but isn't the one who really truly belongs because it's just too scary or maybe was not acceptable in our families or whatever it may be, whatever messaging we received from the world that who we were was not okay. So we get really good at being something we are not. And my job, my work, my my life is about helping people be themselves very well. So a big part of figuring out this question is paying attention, being conscious, attention to what truly lights you up, right? What are the things that you're doing? And when you're doing them, you might just be blissfully unaware of time passing, or you're aware of how absolutely delicious it feels in your body when you're doing it, whatever it may be. It could be writing, acting, debating, dancing, singing, learning, learning a math problem, figuring out how to put something together, right? A piece of electronics or something along those lines. Reading, history, even just reading about history or hearing someone, a teacher, a history teacher. Is this something that just lights you up, right? Medicine, volunteering, entrepreneurship. These are all things that are just examples of, for many something that might just really kind of tap into a well that opens up a world for us or that just delights us enough where we say, I want to do more of this. I want to learn more about this. And when I do this, it feels there's both a natural inclination for it and also a desire to learn and get better at it. So identifying and being conscious of what our deepest desires are and what truly lights us up is really a beautiful step closer to honoring ourselves and living authentically. When I'm asked where worthiness comes from, a big part of worthiness comes from understanding and honoring and being ourselves very well. It really makes it easier to love ourselves and to know our belonging and our worthiness when we are being ourselves. So if we're meeting our goals and accomplishing things and moving in the world along the lines of what are those things that truly align with who we are, our gifts, our curiosities, our desires, then it's going to get us closer to that, number one, answering the question, who am I? And then number two, also growing in that, that knowing and that belonging and that That worthiness that I think we are all aspiring and desire for. So when you think about it, when we're so busy contorting or people pleasing or denying ourselves, which we do so very well in this society, it's hard to love ourselves because it's really asking us to love a lie. And I think we know this better than anyone, right? In order to be in a loving relationship, and this includes ourselves, and to know our worth at its deepest level, we need to be busy learning and being ourselves very well. So how do we do this? Such a good question, right? So for me, I've been recently asking a lot of my young adult clients. So they're going to be ranging from 14 to, say, about 25 years of age. So to those of whom I'm referring, young adults, when I say, who are you? Many of them don't know the answer because of course, as I stated earlier, they are still in the process of figuring that out, but it still is a question that's good to ask because who are we, right? Are we our, our resumes or are we more than that, right? Are we something that meets the eye, or are we things that we haven't even shared with the world because we don't even know if those things can be shared with the world and that we would be safe and okay to do so? Because the other thing that I think many of us experience is that we get messaging, whether direct or not, we... we We take information in early on that tells us maybe who we are is not okay, not acceptable, and that we're being almost told who we are, right? Instead of us figuring out who we are and telling others who we are, we're being told who we are. So, of course, we get really good at fitting in and contorting and trying to be what we believe we need to be to be loved, to belong, and yet... It's, it's the thing that takes us the furthest away from truly belonging to ourselves and to, to the world, but early on, it's survival. So fitting in sometimes is essential and important and needed. But as we get older and we have the luxury of really starting to ask that question and get in touch with it enough that we start making choices and decisions along the lines of what that might be, that's when the the magic can really come alive. And I think that's why when you ask someone, and especially a young adult, who am I, they really don't have an answer because they've never really been asked that. They've only been asked maybe based on their resumes and their achievements and their accomplishments, but not really that inner landscape, that interior world. Who are we, right? In Inside and out. What is our light? What is our dark? What are all the parts of us? There's so much to us, right? So how do we be ourselves very, very well and tell the truth with no apologies, right? Right? This is not easy work. And yet it is such deep and important work. telling people who we are instead of people telling us who we are. This, my friends, this is powerful. You know, in one of my coach trainings, this is kind of a fun story, but it's something I, I think about often. My mentor Brooke, she used this very fun and, you know, entertaining analogy that has really always stuck with me. And I've used it at different times with my clients and even my children. And it's about peaches. You're probably wondering why I'm talking about peaches because here we are talking about being ourselves very well, but it does go along the lines of what we're talking about. So if someone doesn't like peaches, do we blame the peach? No, we don't blame the peach, right? We don't blame the person who doesn't like the peaches. We just accept that they don't like the peach right? That, you know, the peach just doesn't cut it for them. It doesn't matter how good that peach is or how juicy and delicious and perfect that peach is. Some, some people are just not going to like peaches, right? There's nothing about the peach that can make the person like it. But guess what? The peach isn't upset about this, right? It doesn't try to change its, its shape or its color or its taste. It is what it is. It's like, look, I'm a peach, and you know what? I'm the best peach, and too bad for you, sucks for you, one less peach for you, and one for someone who loves peaches, right? And you can just go on your way. And as she was telling us and kind of sharing this analogy, she was just you know, asking the question, are you being the full expression of you as your own peach, Right? Are you walking through the world and saying, I'm a peach and not being offended by someone that doesn't like peaches, right? but making the decision to be yourself very well without apologies and knowing that some people aren't going to like you. right? Some people aren't going to delight in you. Some people are not going to gravitate to you, but you still have the opportunity to make the decision to be yourself very well. the best peach out there right without apologies and this is where our love of self our belonging our worthiness will grow but in order to do that we as peaches need to get to know ourselves very well and then be that peach very well so sticking with this analogy of peaches let's say your best friend or your sibling is an apple Okay? And let's say maybe your friends like apples better than peaches right now. Or maybe your parents thought you should be an apple. But here's the thing if you're a peach, you're never gonna be a good apple. You're always going to struggle to be a good apple. Okay? And then you're gonna blame yourself for not being an apple. But guess what? then you miss out on being a peach and being the best damn peach there is, right? I just think the more we get better at being ourselves very well, and the less contorting, the less pretending, the less fitting in we do, and the more work we do around belonging and around being true, being honest, living from that truth, making choices and decisions in light of that truth, I think down the road, that's the life I want to be building. And that's the life I want to help my clients build. So along these lines, here are some questions to ponder that I think will help you gain maybe a little more clarity around who you are and what it means to be you okay so think about the people who you think really know you the most who really truly delight in you and you know that they know parts of you that most other people don't know okay and you've been willing and able to show them those parts of you that you've probably never shown to other people so think about this what are the things that you've shown them that you aren't showing to other people Because this is a really good place to start. It helps you look at the parts of you that make you feel known. So when you think of those people that you know, really know you, or feel in their presence that you are delighted in and known for who you are, that is really important information. Because... It helps you look at the parts of you that make you feel known and identify that this person, these particular people maybe, really get to know me because, or know me very well because I've been willing to share this part of me. So pay attention to this because this is part of who you are and your authentic being. This is more your true essence, right? This is your, this is your peachness, okay? Okay. So think about who you are showing up around are you being an apple or a peach with some people? It's a really good thing to consider, okay? If you're being an apple, they're probably not your people, right? It's those with whom you show your peachness that are your tribe. So who you're pretending to be isn't who you are. And we want to know you. We want to know that delicious peach. We don't want to know that pretend apple, right? Okay, so enough of the peach analogy, but I, I think that was pretty good, right? And I have Brooke to thank for that. It's just, it was fun and it's never left me and I've enjoyed being able to share that with others. So take that and run with it, all right? Okay, number two, remember as part of who you are, you're made up of light and dark. You're made up of all sorts of things, all parts to you. There's many, many parts to you. Okay. Most of us just know one or two parts of us and then the rest we try to deny, or we try to, you know, disregard, or we try to, you know, crush and be something else, right? So, Think about how being a human is really about the balance of all those things, of our light and our dark. And when we embrace all of that, we get better at being ourselves very well because it's all part of us, right? So we live with more peace when we don't try to disregard those maybe darker parts of ourselves. And in fact, we find peace when we realize that it's just part of the package of us and being a human. So instead of feeling shame around those parts of us that maybe aren't as refined or socially acceptable, or maybe we have different beliefs about things that others might not approve of, or we feel really insecure about parts of us and maybe our bodies, or we have a struggle with an addiction, whatever it might be, all of those things are part of you and the truth of your life. And in order to become ourselves very well, and if we want to change anything or grow something or maybe shift something, it's super important to acknowledge all of it, embrace all of it, and then get to work on growing it or maybe changing it, okay? Truly being ourselves also means embracing the part of you that you would prefer to hide and that you believe is not worthy or enough. And maybe it's that you struggle in feeling not as smart as some other people or some of your friends or maybe your family members, or maybe you don't like a part of your body, right? Or your family history or your, maybe some of your past relationships, or maybe some of the thoughts and feelings you have. These are things that maybe you really struggle with. Okay. It could be anything that represents maybe those parts of you that you typically want to hide. Okay. Bring it into the light, hold space for it, examine it, and don't judge it. Because if you don't look at it, you're not being yourself very well. You're not honoring you because you aren't embracing all parts of you. So take some time to see it all and embrace it all. And then consider your, your life work, you're, you're the project for you, right? Of the project of building a life, building a you, building you, the person that you are at your very core and getting really, really good at that and lighting both yourself up and the rest of the world. That's your job. How awesome is that, right? Okay, another great question to ask yourself as you are figuring out this wonderful and sometimes very overwhelming question of who you are. Do you know what you love most and desire most? And then are you honoring this? Are you aware of what lights you up? Are you following your curiosities? Because for many of you, especially you people pleasers out there, and there are a lot of you. Decisions to please and then deciding not to please and really following what is true, this is some big work. And in doing this, you step into honoring yourself and really getting to know and be you very well. So it's, it's like becoming that 2.0 version of you, okay? It's the update that I think we all have the opportunity to make. So our relationship with self, the true, genuine love for ourselves, this needs to be solid and true. It needs to come from a solid and true place. Okay? Are you trying to be something that you're not? And maybe that's for family, it's for friends, it's for someone or something outside of you. I probably don't need to tell you this, but that never ends well. One of my clients, as, a, and as, a, as an assignment after one of our calls, was for her to spend one night, a kind of a date night with herself. Because she's someone who has struggled to kind of figure out who she is. And I said, I want you to take a night for yourself and make it a most wonderful evening. Take yourself out on a date. And that could mean you stay home and do the date. But the date entails the food you love, the activities you enjoy, the taste, the smells, the places, the things, the music, the sounds, the, all the things that light you up. I want you to just put that on the menu. And then I want you to make no apologies for that and soak that in enjoy it. it. Really be curious about it. What it, What are those things? Because for my client, she wasn't very clear on what that would be, but she be, she has become more clear. I can tell you that because she's now done it a few times, but it's a wonderful exercise just to get the wheels turning a little bit. Okay. Spending time alone with yourself and noticing what are you drawn to and why. Okay and asking yourself what your personal preferences are. Not based on a friend or a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a parent or a sibling, anything outside of you, just for you. What would that look like? What would you want? What would you do? What would you be attracted to? Okay? Another idea I think in helping you get to know yourself is to branch out a little bit and meet new people. Because every time we meet new people and we branch out, we have a chance to get to know ourselves a little differently. We also have the chance to maybe bring parts of ourselves out that maybe we wouldn't have brought out with others. Okay? So become more aware of who you are and what it's like to be truly you in relationship. And that's the gift of relationships in general. They can really help us uncover who we are and help us give us get a sense of, of who that is, what that looks like. And then I think another, you know, something that you can do to continue to get to know yourself and answer these questions of, you know, who am I and how do I be myself very well? Think about, are you going towards your North Star? Or have you been following a north star that is not yours but someone else's tell yourself the truth and as you tell yourself that truth understand that this will be a slow and organic process it's something that will take time to unfold for you but the more clear you get on what really truly is your north star then you can start living your life according to that and moving towards that and leaning into that versus someone else's. That helps us light up, okay? Best news I have for you is you get to decide who you want to be in this world. Your worthiness, it's not up for negotiation and it never will be. And there is no human on this planet with whom you even consider negotiating your worthiness with. You cannot be more worthy than you already are. Now, there's a chance you might not be showing up for yourself, right? But that worthiness, it's always there. Worthiness is complete. So pay attention and start noticing. Honoring the truth of yourself. Show more of the world that is you. And then see that magic, that, that brilliance kind of reflected back to you because the reason we're here is to be ourselves very well. No more hiding. This is about experimenting. This is about learning and leaning into you. What if we were just committed to being in awe of the gift of who we are, of being us, the opportunity, the honor, and the privilege? Can you imagine how that could change the trajectory of your life, who you are, every part of it, all of it. Being you is a gift. Being you, very well, it's your thank you, back to your creator, back to God, right? So you can enjoy it, or you can hide it. You can celebrate it, or you can contort. You can accept it, and receive it, and be it, or you can deny it. Use this human existence to fully embody you and bring you to the world, okay? Expand and evolve and grow and give and contribute and get busy on asking that question, who am I? And then, do I know how to be myself? And if not, make it a priority to figure it out. Be part of How to Human 101 starting up March 1, 2022. It's going to be an online membership and workshop that's really going to help us human together, okay? Join us there. We'll be answering these questions and we'll be having conversations and we'll be, you know, delighting and pushing and challenging one another to be better. So being yourself is the most important work you will ever do. The more we love ourselves, the more we're capable of loving and delighting in others. And we have some serious work to do, people. So let's go. I'll see you here next week. My love always. Take care. Having a life coach can sweeten the often messy and hard and awesome journey of being human. Do you have a life coach? And if not, I would be so privileged to be your coach. I have a private coaching practice for individuals and families where we work on getting to the heart of your struggles and paving a path forward that helps you create a life that you truly love. When you're prepared to take what you're learning on this podcast and implement the tools and techniques so that you experience profound and lasting results, then contact me at martabrummel.com and we can hit the ground running. I truly cannot wait to work with you.